0: they say this is a big rich town i just come from the poorest part bright light city
1: life i gotta make it this is where it goes down i just happen to come up hard legal or illegal baby i got to i never it.
0: took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises, I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper Homie, I grew up in hell, a block away from heaven That corner age 15 minutes, and move a 7 Pure snow, bag it, then watch it go Occupational no options, get some blow and some hoes. Shoot the ball of
2: the strand Yo, what's up everyone, this is Gary A. Swaby And you're now listening to The Powercast Where we will be recapping uh, power book two episode six and the, the title is good vs evil um and of course I'm also here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How are you doing Rich? Doing good Gary uh what's up listeners and viewers What's up indeed and I'm also here with Miss Dana Abercrombie. How are you Dana?
1: Hello everyone I'm doing great
2: awesome yeah, so obviously it's been a while because uh, the show took a break You know, um, Power Book 2 took a break But finally it's returned um, And um, how many episodes is it? It's like five five more now, right? Yeah Cool, so yeah, we got five more episodes of this season to recap um, So yeah, uh, before we get into the episode recap though I just wanted to give a big shout out to STARS For, you know, supporting the Power the power cast and everything, and allowing us to to watch the show and everything like that. Um, and Dana actually received, you know, some gifts from Stars, uh, which I'm currently showing on the screen. Um, as you can see, she got a nice branded box sent from Stars, and you know, she got uh what is this Dana? Is this like a, a candle or something?
1: Sorry, I was muted. Um, the box. Okay, so you have the very nice branded um power book. And you have also the very nice branded uh, box. Now, when you go inside of it, it is a candle, and this one—it's a very beautiful candle. I cannot pronounce this word to sit. It's in French, and I apologize, but it's from the Friseur Briage shoots. I can sorry butchering that, but it's a custom candle scented. It's a custom candle scent that embodies the world of Power Book Two Ghost, and the candle is supposed to. Evoke sentiments of luxury Masculinity and duality Of youth and maturity So it's basically a candle That is the, the Essence and the surroundings of everything that is Tariq and that luxuriness And brand that makes Tariq, Tariq including like his Father and everything that he brought To the table um, and to be very honest, I don't know how to describe it, but it really smells like power and luxury. It smells like you're in the back of like a really nice limo, like a really bougie one and it just has it just smells like and I hate to use this term, but it smells really manly, like man musk and uh, yeah, or like even at the nice uh uh the club that he's that he has it smells like the club, but like where everyone washes. And you know it's not sweaty club This is like I'm a person of power I'm overlooking You know I'm out the balcony Overlooking all of my fame and fortune That I've built up That's literally the only way to describe it And as you can see there's also A really nice matchbox And it comes with a bunch of very nice um, Matches But also I just really wanted to mention That this candle set It is the brainchild of three kids They're kids it's brilliant Their name is Colin, Ryan and Austin Gill, and at the, had they make their products, they're homemade and they pour like small batches and, and they make everything custom designed with care. and he's all kids, and 10 percent of the profits will go to the homeless shelters across the nation. and you can find them at fbcandle.com. Oh. It's very nice. Yep, yeah, very fancy, and these are by kids Which is like, you know, you want to get Tariq in the business nice and young Look at these kids in the business nice and young A legit business
2: that, That's dope yeah. This sounds a lot more legit than course correct so,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but, but that's dope though um, So yeah, shouts to them, shouts to stars too um, and yeah it's, it's, it's good to know That what we do here is Appreciated by everyone So uh, was you going to say something Rich? Oh no I was going uh, I'm, I'm to say I'm going to have to check out This set
3: and see uh, I, I, Based off of Dana's description I definitely am curious to uh, to, 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 to to Check out the scent. And uh, so hopefully yeah, I, I definitely will pick this up in the future Just to see how it is <laughs>
2: Yeah, Rich is going to uh, burn that candle and start feeling like Jamie St. Patrick, man. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't know about that. We'll, 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 we'll see. To be, to be, de- to be uh, determined.
2: <laughs> yeah. Alright, so yeah, so let's dive right into, you know, the that, that episode recap. Um, so, uh, this, this is a pretty cool, you know, return episode. Um, of course there are some things to be discussed but we'll try and keep it brief in the interest of time um, So I'm going to just you know go through some of the things that happened um, And if you guys have something to say about it feel free to to, you know just interject Otherwise for certain things I will just ask you guys for your opinion anyway um, So let's get going so the show uh, it starts off with um, Davis McLean and Sachs meeting to discuss the plan And this kind of, you know, basically reiterates what, uh, what we saw in the previous episode Where they, they basically come up with the plan to, um, you know, to pin it all on Tariq and let Tasha go So, you know, uh, there's a scene at the start where uh, um, Davis McLean is in his Wu-Tang gear um, You know, looking like a Wu-Tang soldier um, so. <laughs> so, yeah, that was interesting. Um, and then uh, Tariq has a class where the question is asked, you know, are you good or bad? And this leads to some dialogue between the students. Um, it was kind of a fun scene, you know, because you get references to like the Dark Knight and stuff where, you know, they're, they're trying to discuss, you know, um, whether, whether pe- all people are good. Or if all people are bad, basically Um, and this was actually I think the only scene that has The teacher in, in, in this episode So we didn't really see the teachers Too much, uh, just the lady I forgot her name already, but Carrie Carrie, there you go, um yep.
3: so, so we, very, 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 the, the very scandalous teacher One of the very scandalous teachers <laughs> Yes yep. <laughs>
2: yep. I'm sure we, we will see Lots of them soon, but You know, they, they <laughs> <laughs> they weren't they weren't around in this one very much, so that's cool. Um, so yeah, so in the next scene, um, Sachs actually brings back an old face. Um, so he's trying to get Two Bit to 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 be a witness in you know Tasha's trial and everything. Um, and then we also see McLean um and Blanca um speak to Two Bit after. So basically, both sides are trying to get Two Bit to. Feed into their narrative um, And basically bring attention to You know um, the fact that it was Tariq and and, and, uh, Not Tasha Um, And then you know Davis McLean offers to spring Two bit you know from prison If he cooperates with him So uh, what did you guys think of this Like seeing you know a familiar face From the old power For the first time like what, what did you guys think Go ahead Rich uh, well I'm glad that they
3: brought uh, 2-Bit back because um, This is a character that I know a lot of people Liked uh, he was one of the only Surviving uh, characters That worked uh, with Tommy And his crew so um, I figured he would come back into play I, did, I didn't know how far They were going to take his involvement And I'm very curious to see What happens after this episode uh, With that character Because you know we already know that Tommy is definitely going to make a return at some point. Tommy also has his spinoff show, so it's great that now at least there is a possibility that he can work with this this character again. So I, I was glad to see him come back. Uh, was surprised to see that they are now trying to get him involved with this whole Tariq situation. So um, yeah, but at least he did his part as far as saying that there's you know shedding light that there's some more about Tariq that people might not know. So now that that is in there, uh, that definitely is going to be very concerning to Tasha and Tariq.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think, because uh, uh, I noticed that um, Courtney Kemp, you know, she basically she brought up the fact that now that Tubit's back and he knows so much, like he could be an asset to both sides. So, like, he could be an asset to Tariq. Um, or also an asset to, you know, the lawyers or the cops or whatever. So um so he's like a valuable kind of character at the moment. But I feel like he's gonna have more animosity towards Tariq and Tasha. Um so he might he might end up, you know, um opposing them rather than being of help. And of course like the motive of McLean and, and Sachs is to uh is to put away Tariq and, and let Tasha go. So so he's a threat basically uh, so and, and and also the fact that uh he you know if he does not if he isn't
3: aware already if he ever finds out that Tasha has been saying that Tommy was behind all this other stuff that Tommy killed Ghost then uh, this is someone that can obviously defend Tommy so it, it's it's definitely definitely a threat to them okay. if he if he finds out any of
2: that information oh yeah good point yeah cause he like if you think about it He's pretty much the stand in for Tommy At the, at the moment Cause mm-hmm. Tommy's not here so Yeah that's a good point uh, But what did you think about Seeing 2Bit back uh, Dana
1: I thought he was dead
2: <laughs> no, so, that for me it was, it was the other guy that died
1: see, see it was a while ago And then we're going back to power And I'm old <laughs> And 2020 we're already like 5 years Into 2020 So, forgot and honestly thought he was dead So I was like, oh, I thought this was like a ghost moment Until I was like, oh, more people can see him (laughs) He's real And then I was like, oh, this is really exciting Because remember, he knows a lot of things And about the thing about him is that he's not trustworthy at all Um, So, I don't know where his character could go Which is a good thing For us because it's just its One of those situations where he could end up You know siding with Tariq And all of this and Tariq is still In his little emotions and feelings And if he finds out that you know They're trying to bring down uh, Whomever him next Then this might be a really interesting Situation where we have to see Tariq Kind of choose between himself Or his mother and remember If you go back like Tariq was more than willing To take the fall during that whole situation So is he really willing to sacrifice His freedom To make sure his mother is free So It just opened a lot of questions And it's kind of exciting to see And, and, and also the case just in general Which we'll get into Of how they played that I thought that was fun
2: mm. Do you guys um, get the sense that, that Tariq is Ready to um, To like Take the charge if if they find Out it's him because From what I've been seeing he seems pretty Accepting of it like If you know if they um, Let his mum go and and then try To lock him up he seems like he's okay Because you know Because he knows that he did it so it seems Like he's accepting his fate A little bit like he seems like A bit nonchalant like he's Not really bothered if if he's caught Uh, Do you guys get that Impression too?
1: Remember he was trying to He wanted to turn himself in That whole finale Of them taking Tasha away This wasn't like yeah you take the fall mom He's always been there for his mother And he I feel is He did it um, Whether or not we kind of see, We've seen that one moment when he got really drunk At the cemetery <laughs> And he explained you know it had to be me I had to do it Um, Him doing it But overall we don't really see the ramifications of him mentally being impacted by killing his father but we do know that he's willing to do anything for his mother
3: I I, I, I would like to make a prediction and based off of something that Dana had mentioned uh, it would be interesting if this thing comes full circle and Tariq all of a sudden changes his mind later which will be a call back to when Ghost told Tariq Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I will take the charge if you are charged for this, if, if, if this information comes out about the murder. And then goes reneged on that because he had an opportunity to, you know, run run for uh, governor, you know, work with the governor, uh, governor, lieutenant governor, rather. Um, so it, it would be interesting if Tariq, all, all this time we've seen Tariq say, yes, he's willing to sacrifice himself for his mother, but then something happens in the next couple of episodes. Whereas when this comes up again, he says, "Nah, mom, I can't do it." So you're on your own, because then that'll show again the the, the 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 similarities between father and son, where the father didn't want to, you know, he he was so willing to help his son out, but then when it, when he saw an opportunity to better himself, he said, "Nah, son, uh, I'll help you out another way, but you're going to have to take this charge." So we'll see what 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 they do with that. But if that happens, then. He's even more like with, with with his father than than we've seen before.
1: I think something like that is too bold of a move for this first season. Maybe mm-hmm. like season 4. But not right now.
2: I don't think the trial can go on that long though.
1: I don't think that this is going to be a limited series.
3: Yeah, no, it's not a limited series. But but no. but, you, but, but y'all y'all did see next week uh it looks like uh there's going to be some movement in that trial Based on the preview with, with Tasha Because uh, the trailer for next week shows They're in the courtroom And I guess they reached the a verdict So I don't know what that means yet we have to wait until next week But uh, yeah it, it, it makes sense if they if they hold
2: off on that uh, I do agree it'd be too fast But you know we'll, we'll see what happens To Rich's Good point minute. though um, To Rich's point I, I think um, I do think that possibly Because um, we saw in this episode that you know him and, and Lauren still have a lot of like You know untapped feelings For, for each other or whatever So like maybe, um, maybe It escalates and she ends up Leaving her boyfriend or something and then they Fall knee deep in, in love together You know Tariq mm-hmm. and Lauren And then, and then he won't want to go Prison because you know he's got, <laughs> he's got the perfect life like he's got the girl He's got the college he's selling drugs Like he, he might not you know He might not want to go to prison
1: so. I would be so angry if this ends up because a girl <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, man. No. It hey. just seems to be like the cheap way out.
3: Well this was, was, Well well this is what happened with Ghost, right? This is this is how Ghost uh decided to ruin his marriage because of Angela. So did he ruin <laughs> his
1: marriage or did he just better himself?
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. I, I, I would agree because you if, you, if, if you're if you're getting with Angela, that means you are bettering yourself. So I. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Certainly. But yeah, um, so we, we'll get back to that later, though, because uh, it ties into other stuff. But um. So uh, there's a scene where Monet's family are having a squabble about things, um, and then you know uh, uh, Monet says something to the effect that you know you guys um, you guys are like sleeping with people at, at, at you know at the college or wherever and then she walks off, and then Kane takes <laughs> that to mean that Di- Diana was with Tariq or something, but it was actually you know Drew. Um, and then Drew was very secretive in that moment He kind of, you know, he didn't say anything to, to bail out his sister Who who didn't do anything um, So I wanted to ask you guys Like, how, like What do you think Drew's reaction I mean, sorry, not Drew What do you think Kane's reaction is going to be If he finds out that Drew Has a situation At the, uh, at the college Like, is he going to be mad about that or what Because he should know about his uh, sexual life, right? Yeah, I mean,
3: I thought they, I thought, I thought, I thought it was very clear that the, all the family knows that uh, that Drew, you know, he likes other guys. Um, but it, it, the whole thing is that was a very interesting scene because we already knew that Kane was a loose cannon, and you know from the previous episode when he had, you know, when he had the whole exchange with Tariq, and then you saw the scene where pretty much Monet. It was very accepting of Tariq, and in, 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 and he didn't like that either. So it's kind of like it plays into the whole thing of him seeing that uh, Monet is considering Tariq a replacement, or more like a son because he's doing a good job business wise. But that's going to create a lot of conflicts with with Kane, you know, as in terms of and a, and as you get into other stuff that happens with that character in this episode, in terms of all the things that happens with him. Yeah, it seems as though he's being pushed on the outside, and and, and now there's going to be some want to retaliate. Uh, But yeah, you saw how he reacted to the thought that Diana could be sleeping around, messing around with Tariq. Um, There is going to be some uh, tension between those two characters. So uh, yeah, I'm very curious to see how that goes. But uh, the fact that Drew was not willing to speak up. I don't really know why he wasn't willing to speak up in that situation. We know that um, his boyfriend, Everett, does not want, uh, you know, he doesn't want uh, Zeke to know about it since they are teammates. But this is a totally different situation, you know. I mean, I would have thought that he would have been, he would have just admitted and said, yeah, you know, I, I've that's actually, I'm messing around with somebody there. But I guess we'll find out more about that later because I, I thought everybody knew that, you know he was that
2: he was uh, he he's gay already, so. Right. Yeah, I guess I guess it could just be he doesn't want it to get back to Zeke or something. Um, but I feel like you know everyone was kind of taking it out on Diana, so it's like, yo, you could have you could have <laughs> threw your sister a bone, man. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, but but Kane, you know, he does seem pretty. Um, he seems like he's just waiting for a reason to snap on Tariq, so. Uh, Like you said So there's definitely going to be some tension there Uh, But did you have anything to say About that scene Dana
1: No It was just a lot of yelling During that scene (laughs) Um, I kind of also feel that it's just Mary J Blige's job to just yell at people (laughs) For the the show Seems like it Yeah It's a lot of yelling yeah, but no, um, I think that right now there everybody's in like slightly the little—I don't want to say paranoid, but just in the—we're not used to this, what's going on right now. So everyone is just taking out their emotions.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I have yet to see that family agree on anything. Like they're—they're they're always just going back and forth with each other.
1: Right? <laughs> so. Well, it's real. It's if you look at it, it's really just the mom. Because you have one son who's busy being Playing basketball You have another son who's just Wants to uh, run the empire The other one doesn't really kind of care And then you have the girl And she's like just into Tariq Probably just following everybody else's orders I think if she wasn't in that dynamic She wouldn't care as much either If she was allowed It seems to me that aside from one son Everyone is not allowed to be Or do what they want to do We discussed this before Uh, Mary J. Bollinger's character Is very controlling And she keeps saying you know it's family empire And I get that but I don't Feel right now I don't feel there's an empire in the sense Where is your empire that you're Screaming that you have granted you are doing Better than other people and I'm not saying That you're not successful I'm just saying Where is this empire that You are basically giving Everyone a headache about
2: Yeah yeah, I would like to see more of like, um, like if if Drew and Diana wasn't you know working on the family business, I would like to see what they would be doing outside of that, like what other hobbies and interests they they have, like because because right. it, it seems like you know because Kane, it's believable that all he does is drug dealing because he, he he's just believable as that type of character, right? But right. those two seem a bit more reluctant to to be involved. Um, so, exactly. I, so I want to see like what, nope. you know what else they're into and uh, what what they would be doing if they wasn't being controlled by by their mother. Kind of they thing, don't
1: so. genuinely seem happy in what they're doing. Even if you look at Tariq, in his situation, he did it. You can say, oh, he was doing it to anger his father. But even now, he seems to not that's not. I don't want to say passion because that seems to be the wrong word. But he's not someone who is. Pursuing to pursuing other interests and feels that you know this is wrong, this is something he is still actively doing.
2: Yeah. So like, it just
1: it to me it feels like it's just a different mood.
2: Yeah, because like with Tariq, you you know you he's a drug dealer, but like you see him do like he plays chess, he he does his class and. He does these other things, so I, I just want to see what more there is to those those two characters in particular. Because, like, okay, sure, they they have like romance arcs as well. Because Diana is kind, of, she kind of likes Tariq, and then um, Drew, um, you know, Drew and Everett. But like outside of that, who are they? You know, that, that I just want to see more depth to those those characters because it just seems like they're there to get bossed around by Money. <laughs>
1: Richard you laugh because you know it's true
3: (laughs) Yeah 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 yeah, You're absolutely 100% correct Uh, And I will also Oh yeah And and, and, and I was also going to add I mean obviously Well, I'll I'll save it for later when you get into What happens later in this episode Because I do have a comment to make of something that I discovered In that one of those last Conversations we saw before the episode Ended so I'll touch upon That later but continue
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll keep it moving. We'll get back to that. So, because because uh, the, these characters come up a lot in this episode. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. So, um, so yeah, uh, let's see what happens. Um, so, so Sax tries to. He tells Riley to stay away from Tariq and Brayden and everything. But of course, she doesn't listen. And then um, we we then see later on that uh, Brayden and his brother Trace. Have a fight because Brayden realizes That his brother took some of the Product uh, which we saw in the Last episode um, mm-hmm. So, so uh, they actually have a fight And then Kane turns up at the college um, <laughs> <laughs> he, He's looking for Tariq and of course You know Brayden stays in the same room As Tariq um, and Tariq isn't there uh, But he gets Kane gets mad when Brayden Uh, Calls him by his name And you know he pulls out a gun And you know he puts it on Trace He puts it on Brayden And he's just he's pretty much agitated You know that these two white boys Know know his name and everything like that Um, So he he plans to scare them both So he kidnaps them essentially um, And you know takes them Takes them for a drive And we'll get back to that later Um, I guess uh, Let me see what's next um, actually let, let's just talk about it now So so yeah So he, he kidnaps them And then he takes them out to the street And everything and he basically Forces them to sell the drugs And then we, we, we begin to see the two Parallels between the brothers Where um, Whereas Trace You know he um, He's not too comfortable he's not street smart So he kind of struggles But Brayden feels completely comfortable You know um, and he's able to Strike a conversation with those You know those black guys on the streets And then he manages to actually Sell the drugs and everything And then you know um, And then later on We see Kane pick them up um, And uh, Trace is actually getting into an altercation So Braden has to go and rescue him And then Kane gets Pulled over and uh, You know the cop Which is Monet's boyfriend uh, Pulls them over And Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah like they they have an intense Exchange and then the cop You know brings the boys back but So for this discussion Let's focus on you know what happens um, You know with Trace and Brayden and Kane in particular right so um, I want to ask you guys What you thought about that first Of all like what you thought about Brayden Because this is like a a Shining moment for the character I guess Um, And then also I want to Ask you guys like um, do you feel like trace is going to be a weak link later on, you know based on what we saw? Um, so Dana, um, you go first.
1: Well, in this regard, here's the weird thing and what I loved about this dynamic mm. was that you, we knew that one brother was more street smart than the other one. and we also knew that the other brother had way more of a temper mm. than the other one. But when they work together, they're, they're, they match each other well. When they're all in the same sink and not arguing with each other, and one of the things that I really did love was the fact that he did not want his brother harmed. No, his words was basically saying, "Only I can harm him." Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of just I really liked that dynamic and have him trying to you know save his brother, and that he is willing to you know let me go and step up and do the job in order to, for everything to work out with my brother. So I really appreciate that and I like that Dynamic so if they do Work together and they don't Seem to you know argue with each other They could not necessarily Have a successful but they can live through Whatever next jobs that they have to Do um, So I like the dynamic there It also adds that kind of weird It's a weird kind of Dynamic to just overall With him teaming up with the guy I forgot his name for the one who kidnapped him—I just forgot Kane. for some reason. Kane. sorry. So it, it it leads to that really weird dynamic that kind of still works in a weird way. It reminds me of Proctor kind of trying to sell drugs. <laughs> like if Proctor was to sell drugs, that that would be the twins. So not the twins, the brothers, right there. Um. So I did like that aspect of where they're going with this. Um. It brings like a, a, a like a wannabe. Dynamic to the story because we do have, we have kids who don't want to be. We have, um, Tariq who's determined to be. And then we have these kids here who's like, I, I want to be because I've watched a lot of The Wire and, and let's see if I can make it. <laughs> and they're, yeah. not, they're really rich and they're bored. And so they're like, yeah, let's go be drug dealers. Ooh. So it, it brings out that weird, different dynamic to the show that I am not mad at.
2: Right. And Rich, uh, wh- what did you think about uh, the two brothers?
3: Well, from the very moment that we saw Braden uh, introduced into this show, we all, I think we all thought, well, this is uh, them trying to recreate uh, Tommy and Ghost. And obviously, in this episode, I think, as you pointed out, this is the episode w- where they highlighted Braden a lot more. They showed that he was street smart, but they also showed that, uh, this character truly is the new Tommy by how he conducted himself business wise, and then you you know that when they had the conversation when when he after he did sell the product and then he gets back and he tells Tariq what happened. He tells him that he loved making money on his own because he didn't have to rely on his parents. He was able to make money, so that tells me that this character is definitely about to go down a much darker path in terms of doing the stuff because you saw Tariq said, no, man, you can't do that again. You shouldn't be doing that. So, but he liked doing it because it gave him the empowerment of being able to make money without relying on his parents, even though his parents have money and stuff like that. So I'm very curious to see what they do with him. But um, in terms of his brother, I do agree that his brother is going to be the weak link because even when they had the conversation with the officer... After they had got rescued, he was still saying, you know, you need to keep quiet, forget about this. And the brother kept talking, kept talking, and Brady had to tell him, just shut up, just listen to what he's saying. So, this guy is definitely going to be the weak link. And if I could make a prediction, uh, I don't want to go too far ahead, but I will say this. If he does, and it does eventually, you know, try to, you know, get Monet and Kane in trouble... Um, I could see Kane killing this guy, and I could see Braden now wanting to kill Kane because he killed his brother. Because again, just like Dana mentioned, the brothers have a strong bond. So if something happens to Trace, which I, I think we can all agree something is going to happen to his brother, that's gonna lead him to want to get revenge and it's gonna it's gonna get a lot darker than it is right now. Um, so yeah this was uh, This was a highlight of the episode for me though Seeing you know them throw These two brothers in this predicament And then you seeing firsthand uh, how they operated And how this is going to impact things Moving forward because there's no way that his brother Is going to forget this and not try to do some type of Retaliation so I'm just curious To see how they progress it from here
2: Yeah Yeah there's so many ways uh, this This could go and that's an interesting dynamic about, you know, um, Kane potentially killing Trace and stuff. But I, I do feel like, you know, in, in, in this episode, Trace showed snitching, you know, um, tendencies. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, there, I, I, that, he that's definitely going to be tested again. So, I, I feel like <laughs> he's going to cause some trouble for sure. Um, and there's another character that I think might get caught up in it that we're going to talk about soon. But, um, okay, but yeah, great, great takes there, um, all, all around. So, um, so let's get to the next part, right? Because we saw that, uh, you know, uh, the cop boyfriend, uh, Ramirez, I, th- I believe his name is, um, mm-hmm. you know, he pulled over, uh, Drew, uh, yeah, Drew, uh, sorry, not Drew, uh, Kane, uh, and, uh, and yeah, they have a, a tense exchange Now we've seen that there's been tension between these two characters for a while Like Kane, the way Kane looks at, uh, you know, Ramirez and everything When he sees that he's, he's around the home and stuff So how, like, how far do you think this, uh, you know, this is going to go Like this 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 intensity between those two characters Like do you see Kane potentially doing something to, to, to harm Ramirez in the future? Cause I kind of get that impression like he just wants him out the way. Um, so Dana, any thoughts on that?
1: Oh no, yet yeah. I think it's a wee bit too early to tell. I'm on the fence. What do you say? What do
2: you... Okay. Yeah. So how about you, Rich?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree that uh, with Dana, I'm on the fence. But I, I will, I will also admit this: the preview for next week. Leads me to believe that he now Wants to work with with Ramirez based on what happened at the End of this episode um, And that's we'll get into that You know soon but uh, I think for right now I mean I, I think yes he, he doesn't Like Ramirez obviously um, So I think he can Definitely turn on him but for now He might try to align himself with him So that they can both get what They want Um But again we'll see what happens Because again Kane is a wild card That's one thing the show has told us Consistently he will do whatever he wants to do And if he feels disrespected Then he's going to uh, Definitely try and do something to retaliate So um, we'll see what happens
2: Okay Okay So um, So throughout you know the episode Right um, we see that You know Drew and Diana, they, they end up back at campus And everything, Drew goes to visit um, You know, um, Everett You know, uh, they're supposed to actually be Working, you know, on, on some drug stuff But, um, you know Their the, the phone's going off All the time like The vibrations <laughs> and everything And, you know, Drew just can't help himself And he upsides <laughs> to, to go see his boyfriend And, uh, and yeah um, And while he's with Everett um, There's a knock on the door And um, you know, somebody drops off some files. It's supposed to be for some, some extra tutoring or something, but Drew sees that it's something called, um, course, course correct, right? Mm-hmm. Attached to it is, is some pills, basically, the drugs that they're selling. So, um, so he, you know, obviously he figures out how Tariq is selling the product and everything. And then Diana actually comes, um, to the, to the school as well to, you know, to find him. And he shows her, he tells her about it And then, you know, she actually goes to confront Tariq as well Directly about it um, And we also see in this episode that Riley turns up at the school And, you know, she's actually going to see Brayden Who who lives in the same room as Tariq um, And Brayden is, is out selling, you know, for, for Kane Because that stuff happened already, right? So So um, they don't know where Brayden is, and um, it ends up where you know um, uh, Tariq is alone with Riley, and they play chess to pass the time or whatever. Um, So yeah, so those two, those these things happen, right? And then at the near the end of the episode, we see that Diana actually goes home and she tells her mother, you know, about the course correct. Even though Tariq asks her not to say anything, she actually Mm -hmm. does. And then you know Tariq and Monet Have a phone call about it right Um, And Monet actually Says that you know it's okay Um, She ends up saying that it's okay For now or whatever but I want to Ask you guys right um, So now they know how Tariq's system is working um, And surely it's all gonna go Downhill from here right like That's what you would think so I wanted to Like my theory that I had is um, I think Riley is gonna figure it out right um, and then, um, that might be, you know, um, that might be where the system, you know, starts to, to kind of like be, become a threat, um, once people know about it. And then, um, and if she tells Sax about it, that's even more dangerous because then they, they're, they're gonna know exactly what to look for. Um, and that can bring everything down. You know, they could build a case off of mm. that if they wanted to, right? So, so, um, do you guys feel like that might be what's coming, or do you think um, there are other risks now? Um, you know that that um, everyone knows about, course correct. So, what did you think about that, Rich?
3: Well, I think that's a good theory. Uh, the only thing that I would w- would say is that I don't know if Riley is going to be the one to, to actually do this because one thing that we did see. Without throughout this entire episode with her interacting with Tariq, she made herself look very suspicious to Tariq. You know, she was searching through his stuff when he came back to the dorm room and he had all these questions for her about why you're doing this, why you're doing that. And she's making up these bogus excuses. So I kind of feel like and then, of course, when they had the conversation, when they were playing chess, she mentioned that she had drugged him with the drink. And he doesn't recall what that's all about. So I think he's going to remember this stuff later. Because that was the hit that was thrown in there. That maybe this is somebody you should not trust. Um, So I don't think he has figured it out quite yet. But I think that the character is definitely going to figure it out. So I don't know if she is going to have an opportunity to expose him. And what's really going on. I will add that they had that one scene when Diana did show up. And then you saw Tariq got a text. That said, we need to we need to talk soon. Yeah. Uh, that right there is again. He now he didn't see her. He didn't catch her reading that text, but she did copy that information. So um, I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. But I, 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 there's no way that he can't be somewhat suspicious of her in some regard because of what happened prior to all of that. So um, I'm very curious to see. Um, how things progress with the storyline forward but in terms of the theory that you had i definitely believe that somebody is going to uh blow up Tariq's spot uh i also feel that diana is not done because she went to her mom and told her about that because she wanted they wanted to, to, to stop Tariq, shut him down that's what she wanted to do since her mom didn't agree to that now, I'll be curious to see how she is going to progress forward. One thing that I do know that we learned so far this season is that she has a very good relationship with her father. So, she could very well tell her father about all of this. But, you know, would her father overstep the boundaries of his wife since his wife is running things now? I don't think so. But I do think that uh, she definitely is going to be con- to continue to try to take him down one way or another because... Of all the stuff, the tension between those two characters and all this other stuff. So if there's anyone that, ultimately, Tariq should be concerned about, I think it is Diana. Uh, Riley also, but I kind of feel like he can probably figure Riley out at some point. But he has to pay attention a lot more closely
2: uh, from here on out, for sure. Yeah. And I can, like, I can completely foresee a situation as well where maybe... One day, you know, Riley comes looking for, um, Braden, and instead, maybe her brother's there. I mean, his brother's Mm -hmm. there. And then, you know, if they get to talking, he might, you know, he might snitch about it to her or something like that. And then she'll, that's, that's true. Um, That's a very good theory. Mm -hmm. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, two weak links. And, and I believe those two characters already interacted before, right? Yeah. In the last episode. They did. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, that would be interesting. Um, but uh, any thoughts on that, Dana, with regards to uh Riley and the course correct system? So, um,
1: the course correct system, I don't, I don't, it might be a threat, not right now, but later on. Um, I viewed the girl who was in the room playing chess, she's. Slightly annoying. I don't know why she keeps. <laughs> I just she's just annoying. She's always there, and you can't get rid of her for some reason because she's still there.
2: Yeah, she she is. She does come across as one of those like annoying people. That she's, she's like one whatever. of those
1: groupies. <laughs>
2: well, 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 hold on. So, so y- are y'all saying that uh, Courtney Kemp has
3: been consistent with uh, having the annoying character this is uh, Sax's niece. So they're both annoying. So they did a good job with the casting.
1: They did a great job with the casting in this whole situation. Just, <laughs> my gosh, she's just there always. You can't get rid of her. Um, and I'm surprised that Tariq isn't annoyed by her either because he was like, "You're annoying." Um, so the fact that she's still there, I don't know. Um, the course correct situation. I don't. I know that she's busy gathering evidence as much as she can for the. Um, Hopefully he's trying to do the trial And to, to charge him instead But I don't really see this going Somewhere right away I feel that this is Something that probably has to play out But it, I just can't See it adding up to The, the overall picture of what Sax is trying to do Um So I you have to wait and see But this again this whole thing was just like Can we just get rid of her? Kill her or something? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean
3: that—that's that, probably coming. That—that's that, probably coming. I think Gary made a prediction the last uh, podcast that this is a character that it probably will get killed. I think that's coming.
1: <laughs> I'm excited. Let's go. Yeah.
2: Like some something bad will happen, to <laughs> you know. either to her or Braden's brother. Like somebody's gonna get hurt. Yeah. Um. But yeah, speaking of, uh, Brayden and his brother again Um, Ramirez actually warns Monet about that family You know, cause she Cause obviously, uh, Ramirez, you know He, he saw that Kane Uh, had them pushing drugs on the streets and everything So he went home to, to warn, uh, Monet about that Uh, because, you know, that's a very powerful family Uh, cause they have, like, a rich You know, they have rich parents who are well known and, and stuff like that So, um So he warns Monet about that. So I'm wondering now if you know um, if it means that you know Kane or um, the Monet family in general will kind of give uh, Braden a pass. Or I I don't think Kane will. I don't think Kane will give everyone give anyone a pass because he's just that hot-headed. Where he he probably won't care. Um, So if they cross him, he probably will hurt them. But I, think, I do believe Monet is going to tell the family To be careful and just, you know And not cross them, kind of thing um, But I'm wondering how long that's going to last um, But uh, but yeah, that's just something quickly I wanted to bring up um, And then also, um, so uh, Next we also saw 2-Bit take the stand Which was a pretty cool scene um, And he, um, he denied... Ever knowing Tommy Egan um, And you know he did it like He did it really well Like He just said I I don't know anything about that And um, he actually made it look Believable kind of thing And they even showed a picture of Tommy Egan And he said nope never seen this guy Before in my life Um, (laughs) He he was lying through his teeth of course Um, And Yeah he denies ever seeing Tasha also but he Made sure to mention that he helped Out Tariq and he mentioned that Tariq was, um, you know, he was uh, mixing. He was mixing up with the wrong people, so he kind of um, he mm-hmm. kind of laid the groundwork there for for what you know, Sax and um, and Davis McLean are going for because um, they want to nail Tariq, right? So, so two bit basically lays the groundwork. Uh, This worries Tasha a lot Because now you know Tariq's name is being Thrown in there even though some of the Pressure is coming off of her um, Tariq's name is now in the mix Again Um, and she actually Calls Tariq and you know She asks him um, you know Does 2-bit know anything You know um, that can Incriminate him like anything About Ray Ray or you know Him killing his father or anything right Um, And that got me Thinking um how much does 2-bit know actually um does he Know who killed uh Ghost I mean he, he probably has a good idea right Well I mean he was I thought he, I, thought, I thought he was already in jail
3: At the time that um Cause you remember they had the whole Scene where you know Him and Spanky they got They got thrown into jail and you know They you know they alluded to the fact that Uh you know, Ghost was they were having conversations, and Ghost had told him that it told him that yeah, he told him that uh, it wasn't Tommy, it was Dre that set him up, and then when Dre got to jail, you know they 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 took yeah. Dre out. Yeah. So I think he was already in jail by the time that uh that Ghost got killed.
2: Yeah, he was in jail, but um he he spoke to Tommy again, right? Yeah, oh. they did have a
3: conversation. Okay,
2: uh, but that was. But that was in that conversation that
3: was when Basically he he told him That Spanky was the one That ratted on him and so he Basically gave him the tip to take out Spanky And that's what Tommy did
2: Okay but Tommy didn't tell Him who killed Ghost though right I don't, I don't, I don't recall Him ever saying that to him uh, I assume that uh
3: I'm pretty sure that the people uh, are, are the people who love to listen to the show, feel free to let us know in the comments section. But I don't ever recall him finding out about that information. I mean, I believe he did find out that Ghost got killed, but I don't think he ever knew who did it.
2: Um, okay. But we'll see. Okay, so yeah, so I guess 2Bit doesn't really know that uh, for sure. But, you know, but he knows enough. To, to be a threat for sure, um, and I'm interested to see you know what, what's going to happen with the character now because we did we did see towards the end of the episode that he he now is out of prison. So, uh, would you would you guys think is going to be like his first move now? Any ideas, Dana?
1: That, that I don't know. Maybe he might branch out on his own. Um, there is the possibility of him heading up Tariq. But again, I, the, uh, the whole thing is, I don't know. Ghost is dead. Uh, we don't know where, <laughs> we know where Tommy is, but we don't know no in the show where he is. He's not coming back. I don't believe so. Um, everyone else is dead or in jail, so he just might branch out on his own and do his own thing.
2: Yeah, that's a possibility. Um, Rich, any ideas of what you think he might do next?
3: Uh, I definitely think he could branch out and do his own thing but i i considering that he is this has really been the only character that has been loyal to tommy through all of this i they're definitely gonna link up again at some point. I just don't know if that's gonna happen on tommy's show or whenever tommy returns because i I, I still get a feeling that tommy is going to return before this season is over and when he returns you know two bit can give him information on what's happening but the the question that i Want the answer on is that if 2 bit knows that Tasha has been saying that Tommy is the one that killed uh Ghost, because if he knows that information and he tells Tommy that information, well, at that point, you know, now he has to deal with Tasha. So I'm very curious to know whether or not he knows that that you know he or he's heard any of this information, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, what I do know is that. Whatever happens to that character he is aligned With Tommy since uh, Obviously he had opportunities opportunity to, to Talk bad about Tommy it, it throughout that Whole time that they were talking when they Asked questions he didn't say nothing he remained Loyal to the very end so Um whatever happens with him I, I think uh you're gonna definitely see him Once again link up with Tommy it sooner or later
2: Yeah I can totally see that happening Um and that'll be quite, you know That'll be a, a cool moment to see those two characters Reunited, for sure Um, so I'll, I hope we get to see that sooner Rather than later Um, I'm still, you know, going with the theory That we're gonna see Tommy at the end of the season Somehow, um, so Maybe, you know, they'll reunite Then, um But, we'll wait and see Yeah, um, But yeah, it's interesting that he's out now Um, so yeah um, and then we have You know another squabble between The uh, the Tejada Family uh, <laughs> <laughs> So Monet and Kane are arguing About his actions earlier you know She's telling him um, you know About obviously about the, the risks That he took when he kidnapped Those guys and everything um, And you know Kane basically Also um, you know What they need Tariq for and you know Why they're working with him they could Push you know they can push the product In Queens they don't need him And um, you know the conversation Gets pretty heated to the point where Diana comes downstairs to kind of Confront Kane and you know He turns around to you know To kind of like get her to get Because I think she touches him or something So he turns around to, to face her And then you know um, There's a situation where um, you know He quickly turns around and then He accidentally knocks over his mother uh, Monet, And then you know He re- he realises his mistake And that he got too too heated in the moment And you know he puts his hand out To help her get up but she pushes it away And yeah Pretty intense moment there And this leads right into uh, What we see next where you know Kane goes to his father for some Guidance you know he lets him know What happened and everything And um, you know Lorenzo Basically says you know uh, Monet represents me, you know, while I'm here in prison. So you have to listen to her, do what do what she says until it's your moment to to lead the family or whatever. And then we see that you know on Kane's way out, um, the CEOs <laughs> actually give him a beatdown, um, and then you know his father stands over him and says, "Don't you ever put your hands on you know my wife again," basically. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you guys what you thought of that because I was really curious of where um, Lorenzo's loyalties would lie because we know that you know um, fathers are particularly fond of their boys, right? Because they want them to be you know the next big thing, like the you know they want them to to take over the family and and you know um, continue their own legacy, kind of thing. Um, but you know in this moment it seems like he's way more protective of his wife than you know than his son yep. in this moment um, So so he basically favors Monet here um, And yeah so I'm going to ask you guys what you basically thought of that and where this could lead in future episodes um, So go ahead Rich
3: Okay I I definitely have a lot to say So I'm going to try to be brief Because I want to hear what Dana has to say Uh, So when I made the comment earlier About I was going to wait to save What I had to say about Kane One one very important uh, thing That you know when you listen To the conversation he had with Monet One thing that he said that stood out to me That hopefully it stood out to everybody Is that he made mention that Well yeah Drew and Diana Are your kids I'm Lorenzo's uh, son so to me, yes, you know, Lorenzo could have had, you know, he could have had a previous wife or a previous woman that he was messing around with. And Lorenzo is, I mean, may meant to say Kane is, is, is his son, whereas the other two are the two kids that he had with Monet. And I think that, again, that uh, again plays into the whole fact of what was said earlier about. You know, Kane looks at himself as now being a bit of an outcast now Because when Tariq came into the picture And he's doing the great thing with the business and stuff This is why Monet really took a liking to him But it also reinforces the fact why she is so hard And wants Drew and Diana to take over To do to, 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 to really get, get, get you know, involved in this Because they are her kids She's very protective of them, obviously But she wants them to get into the business Because I feel like with Kane that is Lorenzo's uh, son, like legitimate son, uh, and, and, and all the kids are are theirs. But I'm saying that Lorenzo clearly, you know, I, I believe it's 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 pretty obvious, in my opinion, that that maybe Monet is his stepmother and not his real mother. Um, so, I mean, that's what I got out of that conversation because when he said those words, that really stood out to me, where he made mention of that. So I could see that I could see that coming. Um, but now, when you go to the scene where they had the confrontation where he where he talks to his dad and then he gets the beat down uh, later from uh, you know the people that work for his dad, one question that I ask myself as a viewer is why didn't Kane tell his dad you know that your wife is having an affair, right? Because he knows Ramirez is sleeping with his mom so why did why, why would you not that was an opportunity to tell him because then. You know, the way that all that conversation looked is that, yes, Cain had to be put in his place, and that's why he got beat down after that. But if he told his dad at that point in time, you also need to know this. Mom is messing around with, 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 with Ramirez. That, I think, would have changed this dynamic significantly, and it would have made him trust his son more and really question what's going on with his wife. And I feel like they're saving that moment of Lorenzo finding out his wife is having an affair for a much later time. Uh, But if I was that character At that point in time Because he had just had the conversation with with Ramirez And obviously Ramirez he felt disrespected By that conversation that's why I wondered to myself Why didn't you at that point When you went to talk to your dad Why didn't you tell him You need to know this guy is messing around with mom That was the perfect opportunity to do that So I don't know why he didn't do that Um, But again What I got out of this episode with that character By the very end of the episode when he got beat down um, I don't think that he's going to necessarily, uh, turn on Ramirez quite yet. I think he's going to see this as an opportunity to say, they're trying to take us out of the business, so we should work together and really try to get control. Cause he, cause now I think he's on a collision course with not trusting his mom, not willing to work with her, and he's going to try and find another way to get some people to align with him. So, uh, it's a very, dramatic family dynamic uh in terms of what's going to happen next but um that was what i got out of all of this with with those characters in particular and i'm very curious to see how they you know frame the storyline how they continue to tell the story moving forward because clearly there are issues between all of them at this point so we'll see what happens
2: Mm. yeah you you made some uh some excellent points there. um and I do agree that they're probably saving that moment. You know, I I do believe that might be the turning point of when you know uh, Lorenzo kind of starts to favor Kane more um, when he mm-hmm. finds out you know that is messing around. Um, but yeah, they're definitely saving that for later. Um, but uh, Dana, did you have anything to add to that um, and what you thought of that scene? Um.
1: No. It, just the fact that um. I don't see him going to his father and saying, "Look, mama's sleeping around with another man." One she doesn't he doesn't know that arrangement. It could easily backfire and I don't see him wanting to get his mother killed. That can also be one of those things that happens as well. So it's just not his place at the moment to say that. Everything that he brought to his father had to do with the family and in terms of business how that is run. I don't see him going around and saying, Look at mama and what she's doing with all these with another man. Um, so that's for me is why I didn't see him or if there even being a reason for him to say about that. So, yeah, okay.
2: And what did you think about, um, you know, the beatdown that Kane got? Like, was that warranted? Like, do you feel like he deserved it?
1: I was. Surprised at first, but then no, because you know, it, it was a beat down to put him in his place. Remember the whole thing with the you put your hands on your mother, and for me, that kind of scene was a little bit confusing where I think that he she just happened to be at the wrong place and he didn't mean to, you know, hit her. Yeah. It just happened to be one of those situations, and even when he went to reach for his mother, he put his hand down and he realized what happened, and she, you know, slapped it away from him. But it's very interesting that also well, that kind of power dynamic because I felt that she knew that she was that he was going to go see his father, which is why she jumped ahead and made sure that he knew that information first, and then that's how he got the beat down. So there again it's, it's like oh it's a power struggle between Mar- between the mom and the son and then the son and the father and then you have Tariq coming in so everything is just out of order right now
2: yeah yeah it's it's a interesting dynamic cuz um clearly you know um uh Cain is is the you know he's the young blood And you know he he wants to be on on the top. You know he wants to be at the top level. Um, And you know as we all do when we're young, you know we want to, you know we have all these dreams and aspirations of where we see ourselves in the future and stuff. So he's trying to get there, but you know he just keeps getting brought back down by both Monet and his father. So um, I think you know that frustration is definitely going to get to him at some point, and you know he's just going to snap. And uh, make some very impulsive decisions um, So I can't wait to see, you know, all of this kind of explode And just, you know, um, just happen so we can all see it So it's going to be interesting But um, was there anything else in this episode that stood out to you guys um, That, you know, you wanted to touch on in particular
1: I did want to say one thing i did love the fact with the sax and method man's character working together both two slimy people (laughs) and how that just threw off the judge he's like what's going on why are you guys so happy and cordial (laughs) so i thought that was a very nice dynamic to see them play
2: yeah that was funny like uh, when they were picking the jurors or whatever Uh and like like, he was like no hassle at all uh what was you gonna say rich do do we agree that or, or do we agree
3: or disagree that uh, clearly uh, you know the whole thing with um, two bit going free did method man screw over sacks at the end of this episode or, or was that by design that they wanted to they just they just wanted to make it known that Tariq is now he's someone that you should take a, a deeper look at to the jury. Or did or, or what or did he? Because it felt to me like you know at the end of the episode with Sachs, you know, you had a uh, Stephen Ott, that guy came in there, that Democratic uh, candidate guy, and I laughed at that exchange where he was clapping because he said, "Yeah, you did, you you did a horrible job." I, I wanted to know if that was did it feel to y'all like that was you know by design that, that this is that they're still working together, or, or was that a situation where Sachs didn't I- anticipate that? Certain questions were not going to get answered um that he asked uh two bit in the in the actual uh
2: case yeah i mean he he crossed them a little bit i guess but um but they they still um, managed to go with the the ultimate um you know the ultimate thing that they are going for which is you know um they want they want to nail it on tariq yeah um, uh, and i guess you know in sax's position it's like He has a boss or whatever He has bosses that he has to like um, You know, satisfy And they want, you know, they want Everything, so, you know, they want You know, Tasha, if they can get You know, um, Tasha And the whole thing exposed or whatever You know, as much information um, As they can Then um, it benefits them So, I guess maybe uh, You know, what, what Davis did, it crossed them a little bit on that But, um but I don't feel like it's going to be To, to the degree where you know they, There's any tension between them Because it seems like they're pretty settled On what the direction is Now mm-hmm. um, So I don't think it will cause any tension um, But yeah uh, He crossed him a little bit And, and maybe they will um, There will be tension between the two again But maybe for other reasons But I don't think this is going to directly Cause any long term conflict um, but I guess we'll see because um, I don't really remember what the what the preview showed. Um, to be oh, honest.
3: the pre- the preview showed quite quite a bit of information. Quite a lot to look forward to in the next episode. Um, and yeah, there was another conversation between Ramirez and Kane where he was basically trying to tell Ramirez we need to work together because uh, Monet has lost control. That's why I had made that comment before. Um, so it, it, it's it's a, it's we have to see how it the story evolves. Um, There's two quick points I want to mention about this episode Also, we had the very brief exchange between You know, where Tariq went to go visit Lauren And then you see that the boyfriend, Malcolm, shows up yeah. Talks about he was in, in town, just visiting uh, And then you saw Tariq come out of nowhere Very bold and say, hey, well I had to stop by and give her something So <laughs> we know that Tariq is, is a very bold And said that you know he is going to be the one To to, 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 you know To get with Lauren And you saw a little bit of that in this episode So uh, I think Something's going to happen between him and this Malcolm character Either she will kick Malcolm to the curb Or they're going to have some type of You know some type of Disagreement argument whatever Him and Tariq and I don't know what's going to happen We'll have to wait and see Uh, But uh, the other point I was going to make um, Is that um in addition to all that happened with that uh yeah uh, you know what i can't re- i can't remember what else i was going to say okay. cuz it was one other scene that happened but I, I i can't i can't think of it for some reason at this moment so it must not have been uh that important um yeah
2: I'll, I'll have more to say as things progress with the story, okay, and uh Dana, did you have anything else to add or or not really?
1: No, that seemed to be everything. It was oh. a good start from you know from coming back from what two months now. yeah, the show. I thought it was a good start. uh we'll have to see what else is going on. Hopefully this trial does not linger long, and hopefully what I would do want Tasha wasn't in this at all.
2: She was, but not for long.
1: Not really. It was like what, a two second thing on a phone? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, and I wanna... the
2: trial, but she didn't really say anything.
1: She really didn't say anything at the trial. It was more of two that,
3: that that's that's gonna happen in the next episode. Because uh, yeah. they did they did show her in their courtroom in that next episode. Uh so we'll see a lot more of her next
2: next week.
1: Yeah. So I look forward to Sing her more.
2: Yeah, and if you think about it, um, even Tariq wasn't in this uh, episode as much uh, as usual because um, it was more focused on everyone else. Um, to be honest, so um, even though yeah. Tariq is the main character, he kind of took a backseat this week. Um, he was in in the show, of course, but it seemed like the mo- All the moving parts were really the other characters. So,
3: and, and you know what? Now I remember exactly what I was going to say. Uh, the, every, the every character, I, I kind of feel like something is going to happen to that character based on all that went down in this episode. Because you know, I mean, he was hitting up old boy Drew, all the messages, all them texts. Is like, yeah, man, you got to relax, man. It's it's an emergency situation. He was hitting them up, but then you know, to find out that he also is a part of the course correct. He's been taking the same product as everybody else. Uh, the fact that. He does not want to be open and honest about coming out because he's worried about his career. Uh, and again, again, he also plays with, uh, their cousin, uh, Zeke. So I, I kind of feel like though, something is going to happen with that character and it, it either with that character or with Drew because Drew was very willing to stop listening, stop doing what his mom said. And let me immediately immediately go and make sure he's alright And we have to talk and all this other stuff So that's why I say um, Drew is a little bit distracted Because you saw that he, his mom told him That he needed to stay there and work And he decided no I'm going to leave anyway So something is definitely going to happen Either with him or the Everett character Because you see that now that is a distraction Where he's supposed to be focused on The business stuff um, That's That's a bit of a problem So We'll see what happens, but I do not think that relationship is going to end well um because of what's what has been going on, especially in this episode.
2: So, we'll see. Yeah. And and then also he um he didn't want Diana to tell Monet about the the course correct because he wants an excuse to to be at the college.
3: Yes. Mhm. I'm glad you pointed that out. Yes. I forgot about that.
2: You're 100% right. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, his, his focus is completely elsewhere. So, um, I think that's definitely a threat to him and Everett um, mm-hmm. yeah and, and if Kane finds out like who knows what what that dynamic will be um, so so yeah um, but yeah, so I was just gonna ask um, was there anything else notable in that preview that we should be looking forward to next week because I don't really remember much of it. It was so fast.
3: Yeah, uh, I believe that there will be a verdict on the trial because they had made mention of that because they had the scene where Tasha was standing up with uh, everybody else, the jury, everybody else was standing to get to hear the verdict. Um, So we're going to definitely, if it appears to me that the case will be over or be concluding next week unless they decide to end the episode off on a cliffhanger and make you wait until the following week to hear the judge say uh, guilty or not guilty, I don't think they're going to do that. Um, and there's going to be Obviously further escalation With Kane and uh, You know the officer uh, Ramirez because they had their conversation About trying to take someone you know, Trying to do what they're doing um, Aside from that um, It was a brief preview So not really too much That you can tell from there We'll have to wait to see what else But I, But it looks to me like a lot is going to happen Next week to progress The storyline forward um so we'll have to wait and see what actually happens because it could very well just be an episode to build tension to the remaining other
2: episodes um but we'll have to wait and see what happens yeah um so based on that i want to say um i think there's there's going to be a death coming pretty soon uh, oh yeah yeah um and Next week would be a good time for it to happen Because you know that That will be, <laughs> be episode 7 And after that you got two more Episodes left basically uh, Wait is it two? Uh, eight. Oh, no three. 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 three My bad, my bad. you've three episodes left after that Um And yeah so like um, I, I believe and the fact that that preview Was so short as well it makes me think Like they're really trying to like hide stuff So um I think something major is going to happen Next week For sure um, And like you said we're going to get the end of the trial And who knows what that's going to mean You know the end of the trial Like that could mean anything Like it could mean Tariq gets picked up Or it could mean Tasha goes to jail Like gets sentenced or whatever Like so um, Who knows what that's going to mean But um, I think some pretty big stuff Some major stuff is going to happen next week For sure So sure. I just
3: want to say one one final thing to, Just to give you and the listeners A preview of the titles For the next couple episodes Episode 10 doesn't have a title right now Episode 7's title is Sex Week uh, Episode 8 Family First And Episode 9 Monster So um, yeah, that's a very interesting title So something definitely sounds like it's go- Something dramatic going to happen in Episode 9 Wait,
2: wait, wait. So, so Ghost is coming back in episode nine? <laughs> well hey, that could be the episode that Tommy returns.
3: Since Tasha has has everybody believe me, yes, Tommy killed Ghosts and Tommy's a horrible person. So that could be the episode that Tommy returns if he does it return uh to this show.
2: But uh we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. Um, I'm definitely interested um, And yeah I mean this episode was It was decent you know um, It was enjoyable I'll, I'll say that um, And I don't have Too many gripes I'm just interested to see What's going to come next so So that's my yeah. verdict So before we leave We also have a voice recording From Mr. Robert Silver So let's see what Robert Silver Has
0: to say Good afternoon Rich Dana and Gary I wanted your uh, take your, your prediction and observation on a few things First With 2Bit now being back on the street Do you think he becomes a rival To Tariq Do you think that Kane is Kanan's son And Who do you think will be the next person Killed Will it be Braden's brother Will it be Braden's girlfriend Which is uh, Sax's niece or the police officer that's sleeping with Monet one of Monet's kids um or I forgot uh tasha great job as always uh people um, I enjoy your podcast I'm enjoying the walking Dead podcast also so uh keep up the great work and I will talk to you people next week
2: So thank you to Mr. Robert Silver Uh, We will be answering those questions On the next episode But uh, thanks for sending that in And if you want to send in a voice clip Just send it to Gary at thecoalition.com Coalition with a K And please keep all all voice clips Under one minute Um, But yeah that's pretty much our recap And I think the people will be happy because this is definitely a lot shorter than usual. Um, But yeah, definitely let us know your feedback. You know, leave your comments on the YouTube. Uh, Remember that we also are on Spotify. All you have to do is type out Powercast, um, and you should find us. You know, we have a pretty, uh, pretty um, obvious image that you can you know identify us with. Um, and yeah, um, we're we're also at the coalition.com website. You know, the shows get posted on there. We we do, um, cover a lot of other, you know, shows, we do a lot of interviews and, uh, you know, gaming content as well. So definitely check out the coalition.com. Um, and that's pretty much it for for this week. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank, uh, Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. and Miss Dana Abcrombie for being here, also, and uh, I want to tell everyone you know, make sure you take care, you know, because this is like flu season now, and yeah. 20, 2020 has been a pretty bad year overall. Um, so, take care of yourselves, people, and um, yeah, uh, 2020 is almost over, so um, just try and be as optimistic as you can. Um, but yeah, uh, we'll see you all next week. Until then, make sure you hit the like and subscribe and we'll see you soon.